Hi, right, welcome guys to another video. Uh, and today's video, we're going to be talking about something that's actually pretty relevant to me at least. And that is sleep and how it affects your, um, really when, you, when you're not getting enough sleep, how that affects your mood, which I say is relevant to me because I didn't get the best sleep last night. <laughs> and so dad, that's the question really we want to talk about today is that, you know, as we know, when you don't get the best sleep, you know, whether you're getting four hours sleep or five hours sleep, or you have interrupted sleep, maybe because of children or whatever it might be, uh, or maybe you're just, you know, staying up thinking about, you know, some projects you have coming up or whatever it might be, whatever it might be, you know, that affects your mood. You know, it affects how you interact with other people and how you kind of feel during the day. And so could you, could you talk about that? Like, why is that and how does sleep affect um, our moods? Well, um, uh, hormones and thousands of chemicals that the brain produces are very important to maintain balance. And part of the balance is uh, to be able to uh, experience the world, okay, and learn from the experience, and also uh, be part of the environment. So, so and then uh, when in that experience, we call all those chemicals. And then uh, if if we don't sleep well, so our circadian, it goes off track. So uh, this metabolic uh, clock that we possess in every cell in the entire body, it is the one that is actually aligning, you know, all these chemicals that are being produced during certain times of the day. And if I throw everything, because I didn't sleep well. So this system, it gets, you know, convoluted. And then of course, you know, the sequence of the production of hormones and chemicals are affected. So our ability to really ex experience the world, it is through these chemicals. For example, you know, I am here in front of Laurel. The, Laurel is uh, my granddaughter, your, your daughter. So, if, if everything is aligned with me, I see her, and then uh, just to be in front of her, she will stimulate the production of oxytocin, which is a chemical that made me feel connected. And it will stimulate the production of dopamine. So I actually will project to see her. So I'm thinking, of, oh, I love to see her. So then I plan no, that I'm going to probably see her this week sometime. And then serotonin that made me feel like satisfied. I'm happy to be a grandpa. I'm happy to know that she's there. So, but this, this, uh, the production of all this chemicals that make me feel good, it will depend on on a number of uh, chemical activities that occurs in the body. And if I didn't sleep well, then there's going to be problems because there's going to be uh, uh, toxics. They're going to be circulating, or they're going to be inside the cells that haven't been removed because I didn't sleep well. And in sleeping is what it does that the uh, removing of toxics, you know, all these endotoxins and endotoxins activities, you know, and it will depend. It will depend on on good eight hours sleep, okay? Because through those hours, everything happens and keeps our body ready for the next week. So that's that's the reason. And of course, if this is uh, if this is something that starts happening daily, eventually we, we could create some problems, serious problems in this uh, machinery of the body. 
and potentially we can have a, a not only illness, but if I'm not in a good mood, and this happens to me every day, I start affecting the environment. So my kids may not want to be around me anymore. My spouse, I mean, she loves me, but she doesn't know if she wants to really engage. So I'm going to start damaging and create a toxic environment. And of course, you know, between my health issues, because I have this, this habit of not sleeping enough hours, and also uh, the relationships that are being affected, I increment inflammation, which makes it very hard for many people to really live a life of happiness, or the contrary, can be suffering. Okay. And Roko, I forgot to mention, for those who are watching, those who are listening, we do have a third co-host today. This is my daughter, Laurel, my youngest daughter. Um, this is what happens when you work at home. So, okay, so question then. So, so again, we all know like how we feel when we don't get you know very good sleep. But what happens with when people try to, I guess, compensate, whether for their mood or just for being tired, with like energy drinks, sugary drinks, coffee, like things like that. Like, the does that help your mood? And or is it just like, oh, I, I guess what, what what happens when people just try to compensate with with things like that? Well, coffee is one of the things that's most used. As some people use cigarettes, some people use alcohol. Uh, you know, uh, most people don't do that, but a lot of people drink coffee. That helps to activate certain mechanisms in the in the body that will put more energy. Okay, but unfortunately, coffee will will affect patterns. So literally, you're taking something that is good for for the morning, but it's going to affect your nighttime when you're going to bed. So this cycle of uh, Sleep issues, it will never end. So, so it is with uh, any other energy drinks you know, that will affect your metabolic system, that can really affect your nervous system. So, that's the dangers of the uses of any of these things that compensate. So, you can sleep well. There is other ways to handle this. So, then uh, another question then. So, I know, you know, when we don't get good sleep, Oftentimes, you know, we have a hard time remembering things. I, I'm sure it's happened to you. It's happened to me where, you know, especially after she was born, you know, there, there were certain things that I just couldn't remember that I was supposed to be doing. And so I, I guess, why, why is that? Why, why does sleep affect our memory so much? Well, uh, memory, it doesn't happen during the time you are awake. The memory consolidation happens when you're sleeping. So there is two phases of memory. One is the, the, the memory of what you learn, and then uh, certain, certain uh, neurons in the brain they participate in all this process of uh, trying to uh, keep the information. But the real memory happens when you're sleeping. Because when you're sleeping, the brain needs to consolidate, put meaning to the things that you learn. For example, if I learn about um, math, okay, and I have more information in regard to other experiences. So now the brain, it will take that information that's been registered in certain neurons, and it will connect it with other, with other circuitries, you know, in order to make it stronger. So 
And if I don't sleep enough, and this takes a few hours, this doesn't take half an hour, it's a process, no? Because it's very complex. No? We have so much information. As a matter of fact, it's been, according to research, it is that uh, there is more information in, in a single person brain that's not even 20, more than, than the entire internet information in the entire world. Um, all the data that's out there. So as you can see, if a new information comes today, so now the brain, even though you probably remember, if I ask you, oh, you know, where where do you left, you know, the keys? And you say, oh, I left it hanging, okay, by the door. Okay, so that is the uh, the initial part of the memory. So, but that, that memory okay, um. needs to be consolidated. And that happens when you sleep. So, and if you don't sleep well, there is a chance if this memory has not been consolidated yet, okay, that there is a place where you leave the, the, you know, the keys. For example, let's say you change now, you move to another place or change the place where the keys are going to go because you, your spouse choose to change it. Okay? And we discuss, you discuss it this morning, you set it up in the wall and it's right there. And of course, if I ask you where the key is, you'll know, but, but it's a nighttime. Well, now, now your brain has to really uh, restructure the information just to be sure that this new information, it is hooked to the right uh, connectors in the brain. So tomorrow you remember. Okay? And it's with, you know, simple things like, you know, moving the keys to a different place or learning a concept or probably remember what your wife told you about, you know, the birthday party that's coming up this weekend. So, so consolidation of memory happens when you're sleeping, and that's when memory takes place. It doesn't happen during the day. <laughs> what you learn in the in the experience, it initiate the process of memory, but the permanent memory stays later on. Mm. And when sleeping well, bad memory. So then that that actually makes me think of, uh, it's kind of at least a lot in in the United States. I'm assuming it's probably worldwide as well. But a lot of I see a lot of students, whether in high school or in college, a lot, it's almost like a cultural thing to do pull all, all nighters where, you know, you cram for the test. You try to, you know, make sure you're all prepared for the final exam. But then you, you like don't get much sleep or even just throughout the semester. You know, I know of, of I had friends in college who they just didn't get a lot of sleep because they were either partying or they were studying, whatever it might be. It, isn't that counterproductive to be staying up all night, you know, learning if it's if you're not going necessarily if that's if that's if you're missing sleep to study, isn't that counterproductive? It is. It's pretty bad. No, you may be able to pull and retrieve some information, okay? Because you learned something three months ago about the topic when you're going to do the test, but for the most part, a lot of these things you study through the night, it's going to be hard for the brain to really uh, uh, reconcile it, you know, synthesize and connect it to, uh, to faster highways, a, a narrow connection. So it'll be very hard to really have a good sleep sound, okay, if you have this all night crash sleeping in. So that's, that's a very difficult thing. So it's, it's not wise, it's cultural. A lot of people think, if I study 10 hours a night and I remember things, that's a tough call. You probably remember things that you learned a few weeks ago, 
another night itself. So then could you maybe give, and this is kind of a little different direction than I was planning, but could you maybe give like one or two tips uh, for any college students, any high school students who might be watching, listening to this, like what is a better, I mean, what could be a better strategy versus uh, versus just staying up all night studying? Well, one of the challenges for college students is the fact that the brain is not totally developed. Okay, it takes until when you are like 25. When finally all the structure is developed, you know, 25 years old. So for a young man that is going to is 20 years old or 22 or 19, and if you listen to this, the majority of the young people will say, oh, okay, that's a good concept. You know, it's a good idea, but no, I'm super duper, I'm special. It's not me, because I know myself and I know that my, I got a super brain and, and I'm going to remember everything I did it Two years ago, and it worked, and I see my friends do it, you know. So that is, it's, it's hard you know, to see unless you are conscious, and you don't need to be 25, okay, which is different. Now, the structure of the brain uh, is one thing. The other thing is uh, you level of conscious. So that's when you are projecting your future, okay, and you are more thoughtful, I mean, not necessarily introspected, okay? Because introspective could be also a problem. If I'm asking questions like, why me? Okay, but it could be productive if it is, what can I do no, to change this? So, but anyway, regardless to that, okay, what I suggest is that uh, if you're a young person, you're listening to this podcast, um, have physical activity. That's gonna really help you to sleep well, okay? Be sure you eat on the same time. Okay, and um, don't study late. Better go to bed early, work up early, and study. And of course, you need entertainment. Go to your friends on weekends and have fun. Maybe, you know, that night you might go to sleep late. You know, if it happens, you know, once a week, you know, your body probably can't handle Okay, it's going to be damaged, but, uh, you know, there's going to be repairing. But if it happens two or three times, four times a week, that's going to be a problem. And eventually, you're going to be drained and tired. I mean, um, if you have a bad night and you're tired, you might pump some adrenaline and just, you know, think I'm super duper superhero. And maybe the adrenaline makes you feel good, which makes you forget that you feel like a drunk when you woke up <laughs> a few hours ago. Okay, But it's not because your body is healing. It is because you pump adrenaline because you probably choose to be hyperactive and oh I'm gonna I'm going to uh, conquer the world today and then that mental uh, condition will pump adrenaline okay? it's not a good idea to live this way because eventually you're gonna kick some damage uh, into your heart or your blood vessels you know 20 years later you're gonna have some serious problems so be sure that this is not the way you live no? have this online studying or partying and and then I uh, feel like a drunk by 10 in the morning and uh, pump adrenaline so you can feel good. I mean, you don't need to really even drink coffee. All you need to do is just have a hyperactive mind. Oh, I got to do this and this and that. Adrenaline comes rushing, but uh, very dangerous uh, for your body. It can create some serious cardiovascular disease. And, you know, I think this is a topic that we plan to address a little more. Um, I know we, we need to wrap up. 
but I think we would be it would be good to do other videos addressing this topic because it's it's interesting as we're talking now, thinking more about like college students. I'm also like thinking, oh my gosh, I also know plenty of business owners, plenty of people in who work or whether business owners or they're just in their career and they work until one in the morning or they only get four hours of sleep. And so I think unfortunately it's it's a culturally it's just it's just culture that it's almost starts in high school and then goes into college and then goes into the workplace where you just don't get a lot of sleep. Not not everyone, well, but that's the other part, uh, Ulysses, there's, there's a lot of theories with no fundamental. Somebody somewhere in the world write down something, make a video, and he says, I'm super powerful. I only sleep hours. And then there's a vulnerable mind out there okay, that want to be Superman. And he says, oh, I need that extra time. You know? And then listen to these things or read some of this material that are now fundamental scientific. And then they start practicing this thing. This is like the other con conspiracy theories. You know? And we make up these things, our belief, we embrace it, and eventually, you know, we get hurt or we hurt somebody else, we hurt our body. You know, 20 years later, we we figure out, okay, it's been four hours, uh, and we don't even know that we have embraced an idea that was not scientific. And I have practiced this, and and uh, and I don't realize that these all the health issues are related to you know what just happened. So we gotta be, we have to have clarity in our mind in order to really discern out of all this stuff that's my way, you know what is really real. But if if there's a stress, uh, you listen. See if it's psychological stress, we don't see with clarity. We're like like a little piece of you know, paper floating on with the wind. We go whatever the direction takes me. So in, in no control over my life, which put me into a, a predicament and a, a suffering and health issues and damaging relationships. Very dangerous, you know, to uh, listen to any of these conspiracies or, you know, stuff that just pop and come my way, no? Yeah, I think it would, again, be, I think we should do another a video along those lines. Uh, but I think we'll wrap up there. And yeah, guys, uh, I think uh, overall the message today is make sure you're getting you're getting good sleep. You know, obviously it does affect your mood. It's going to affect your memory. If you're in college or you know, any kind of student, like it is much better to do your studies um, in the morning, you know, get the sleep that you need or just, just form a strategy, form a plan that allows you to get the sleep that you need because that's really what's going to help you long-term. And uh, by the way, and be flexible because life is going to throw some things your way. So you might have to, I don't know if, you know, make some adjustments, but uh, stay with the strategy. You know, go back to your strategy, you know, after when it's something comes your way that needs your attention. 